Inside the Game, brought to you by Raider Media. Welcome to Inside the Game, brought to you by Raider Media. It's a, a special edition this time around in conjunction with Toyota Gazoo Racing South Africa. I'm Derek Alberts, and last time we chatted, I was in Cape Town at Kalani. That was for WRX, but more importantly, I was there for the launch of the Toyota Gazoo Racing South Africa team that would do duty at the 2019 Dakar Rally. We had the big reveal of who would be representing the team in South America. And sitting alongside me then were two good friends, Valdu van der Waal and Hannes Fisser, motoring men through and through. You name it, they've done it when it comes to cars, especially when it comes to the media world. Uh, this time around, though, they're not anywhere near me. They're out and about throughout South Africa doing their various jobs uh, as we build our way towards uh, Dakar Rally 2019. So. I'm on my ace, and uh, yeah, we spoke through and through regarding the team. Remember, just recapping as to who will be representing the side over in South America. Janiel de Villiers makes a return, as does his co-driver, Dirk van Sitsevitz. Nasser Alatia is back alongside his French navigator, Mathieu Bommel. And Bernard Tenbrunker, the Flying Dutchman, is also making a return. However, he'll be alongside a new man this time around in Frenchman. Xavier Panseri. It was an exceptional performance in 2018 for all three teams. Uh, they really did the team and their respective countries proud. Uh, Janiel de Villiers ending third alongside Dirk. And Nassau Latia claimed second spot with Mathieu Bommel. Uh, the winner was Carlos Sainz. Bernard Tenbrinker so close to getting a podium finish, but for a heartbreaking end in the penultimate stage. Uh, speaking of Bernard... We're very lucky to have him on the line. All the way from Amsterdam, his home city in the Netherlands. Bernard, thanks for joining us. It's hard to believe that we've just got about a month to go before the Dakar rally. One month before the Dakar, it's really, uh, it's really starting to be nervous. You know, it's uh, yeah, we we are focusing us on. Uh, of course, on the Dakar, and uh, every every month, every week, every day, every hour, uh, I am counting. But I think the whole team is counting and and working to the moment that we uh, uh, we go starting. And uh, yeah, it's always exciting to to uh, the last couple of weeks, the last couple of days. That's uh, of course, Derek. It's it's we all get a little bit nervous. You too, eh? Yeah, <laughs> I do get nervous. I won't lie. I know the jobs that we do as media pale in comparison to the driving and navigating that you guys do. But yeah, it's still a very tough event to cover, especially when you're traveling thousands of kilometers throughout South America and your work really only starts when you get to the finish line, which in some cases could be as late as seven or eight in the evening and you end up working throughout the night. But uh, hopefully that won't be the case this time around with you guys getting into the bivouac a lot earlier uh, than than midnight. But uh, now let's talk about 2018. You, you were described as the revelation of the 2018 version and it's hardly surprising. Some exceptional performances, a stage when in Fian Bala, no less. Now, those that listened to the first episode will know that Hannes Fisser was speaking about Fian Bala in 
the same way that people talk about Spa during the F1 season. Because they say that while Monaco is described as the ultimate race in the F1 calendar, Spa is the, the race that the F1 drivers really want to win. And that certainly is the case with Fian Bailas. And Bernard Tinbrinker did exactly that. Uh, you on course for a, a podium finish, as mentioned before that bitter ending. Talk us through your 2018 experience. Yeah, the unfinishing Dakar of 2018 was really, really not not a nice uh, uh, nice end. Uh, we were on podium on the P3 one day before the end. Um, yeah, it's, it's really hard. It's really hard. But okay, otherwise, you know what the team has, has done for us, what we did uh, with the team, what we did with the Theoda. Uh, it, it was a really... Um, really good atmosphere and also from uh, from the sportive side we were uh, yeah we did a great job i think and uh, yeah i think we must now uh, finish the dakar and minimum on p3 and uh, we want to go for the p1 of course yeah i was in the bivouac when you came through that evening now a lot of people don't know is that you ended up staying with the Hilux because there were a lot of people around. You you were worried about the safety of the Hilux and uh, your co-driver Michelle Perrin was airlifted out of there and uh, you stuck there till the very end until Toyota Gazoo Racing South Africa managed to send out the track, pick up the Hilux and you came back with the team. And I remember you walking through the bivouac, your family were waiting for you, your wife was there and of course you're disappointed. We all were and I think even non-followers of the team were highly disappointed uh, by the way that that your race came to an end but i mean you came through you you were proud of your achievements you you were sad but uh you you took it in such good grace and yeah i, I commend you for that so yeah we were all very very impressed with not only your performance but uh, the way you reacted to the end of your Dakar 2018 experience. When we uh, when we look back at the Dakar 2018, um, then yeah, then then you see we we start of course uh, the first day uh, 23 seconds uh, behind NASA on P2. That was a great start. Um, yeah, then then you already have a good feeling, of course, and then. The days after, uh, you must work with Michel um, uh, at the navigation side. Uh, I must learn the car a little bit more, better and better. Um, for me, I only drive maximum 1,000 kilometers uh, with the car in, uh, in Gurupan, uh, end of November. And uh, yes, then uh, the results are coming and coming. Uh, I remember me the of course the day four or five we we finished on uh, P2 uh, that day there was I don't remember I, I think it was uh, uh, it was one of the last days in Peru um, that you uh, that we driving in the dunes and we stopped and uh, deflated the tires uh, to go into the dunes and uh, I I Michel said to me. Stop and we must deflay. I said no. I don't stop. I don't want to stop. Yes, you stop. Deflay the tires, and that was the first moment that uh, Michel pushed me to stop the car and to deflay the tires. And um, we did that. And after five minutes, we saw that we saw that NASA was stuck in the dunes uh, because he didn't deflay. 
and uh, we, we're making the right decision. That day we finished P2, and um, yeah, that 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 was was a great experience, of course, uh, for me, for Michelle, and uh, the car did it very well. And then uh, we got uh, uh, the massa start on the on the beach. Um, uh, good good navigation with Michelle. Uh, we also did a great job. Um, I I drive steady and good. The car was perfect. Then we go um, to Bolivia. Uh, we had some some small issues, technical issues with uh, um, uh, with the wipers on the, on the screen. Uh, it was really a pity because uh, we were then on P3. We lost one place in Bolivia because of that small issue. Uh, we repaired that in the evening by ourselves because that was the marathon day. And then uh, after Bolivia, Fiambala, uh, <clears throat> yeah. driving like hell, navigation like hell. Toyota did not one kick uh, to the wrong side. And yeah, we finished on P1, and, and then you make uh, you make this results. Uh, everybody's happy. We are happy. Uh, Toyota's happy. The people uh, see us as a really concurrent in the field, and I think there I put my stamp together with uh, Toyota, together with Michelle on uh, on our team and on myself. From that moment, uh, you realize you realize that that you are in business, really in business. And then uh, the day after, we must open the road uh, together with Michelle the first time in the Toyota, did a great job, uh, <clears throat> um, we were fast, we were we were good, make no mistakes, <clears throat> sorry, uh, no mistakes, and uh, yeah, we, we, we drive uh, then uh, um, uh, also the first part on P1, <clears throat> um, after that, uh, we had a small technical issue, uh, we must stop uh, cutting a wire, and we finished then on P7 that day. Day after, uh, again, uh, P3 results, uh, a result. And then, uh, then we go to the day uh, that we fell out uh, on a long straight. The engine uh, make strange noise and uh, a big boom under the hood, and uh, we must stop the car. Um, when you look after that, uh, that thing, uh, of after that, the, the problem that was a small issue about uh, um, the temp from the oil in Bolivia that we were running a little bit too low because of the altitude, and yeah, it was bad luck. It can happen, of course, and we're looking forward. I was really disappointed. Uh, about the situation, but not disappointed about, of not disappointed on somebody, but uh, I was disappointed at the situation and we were on podium uh, with Toyota, with Michelle. Um, yeah, it was really a pity. Uh, I was really disappointed, uh, but everybody was disappointed. But okay, uh, keep on, head on, uh, focus uh, on Dakar 2019 and uh, uh, Everything can happen, of course, but also we can also make a very, very good result. And uh, 
let's focus on this. It was your first outing with Toyota Gazoo Racing South Africa. What was it like? I am proud to be part of the Toyota Gazoo Racing South Africa team. Um, it's my uh, second year and uh, hopefully not my last year. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very nice. It gives me good feeling and uh, it's very nice to be back um, in the team and it's, it's, it's like a family. So it must have been an easy decision to stay with the family for, for 2019. To choose again for Toyota, it was never an issue. Um, you know, when you have a family like this with Janil, Nasa, Holspeed, uh, uh, all the people around it, the, the mechanics, the physio, uh, uh, overdrive, the complete combination of the whole team, it is like a big family. And when, when, you, when you don't see each other for three or four months and you see each other, you shake a hand, you hug each other, and then it's a feeling like coming home. And look from the technical side, from the car, from the development, what what Toyota is have have done this year, I know I know we have one of the best cars, maybe the best cars. But you never know before the rally starts, or better to say, when the rally is ending, then you know who has the best team, the best car, and the best combination. And it was for me never a question if I want to drive with a Toyota again. But it was more a question about when do you can make uh, together. Uh, uh, the deal or the go that uh, the team is there and you have the good form the, the good formation to to go and to have the goal to win the Dakar and uh, yes it is it's really nice to be back in a team and to uh, yeah to make a good result with each other now I mentioned one change to the three teams I said that five are returning but there will be a new face but before we get to him the one man missing, your co-driver, Michel Perrin. What happened? To lose Michel as a team member, it's really, uh, it's really hurting me or really hurting us. But you must understand that when, when I called him in November 2017 to ask him from Michel, do you want to drive with me the Dakar in 2018? We never met each other. Yeah, we met, we met each other on, on the rallies, but, but not on, on this way. And he said, Bernard, I'm already retired and uh, I must think about this. He make, uh, he make a good deal with me. He talked with me about his last Dakar. And I knew before I get in the car with him that it, this is, was his last Dakar. And uh, look, we had an amazing Dakar. Uh, the first stage we were P2. In Peru P3, uh, we win a stage. We we were leading after winning the stage uh, when we opened it. Michel did a really, really great job. And unfortunately, everybody knows that we fell out one day before the finish about a small, small issue. And that is mechanical spot. But okay, uh, after this, Michel said to me, Bernard, I'm done. My job is done. This is the crown on my work and I'm done. And that was really hurting me, of course. I knew that, uh, knew this before. Uh, what I did one month after the Dakar, I called him and I said, Michel, you really want to stop? And he said, yes, I really want to stop. And yes, that's from that moment I, uh, I was on an... Yeah, I was a little bit uh, disappointed, but okay, I, 
what I said I knew this before and uh, yeah it's, it's a shame but uh, we have now uh, a good new co-driver I've got a good relation with him and I know that Xavier and me makes uh, uh, can make uh, the same or maybe better results and uh, yeah it's like this so tell us about the new man also a Frenchman Xavier Pinseri you know Derek uh, Xavier is um, it's 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 really a good team player. Uh, Xavier is in, on a level that uh, that you want to have in your car. Uh, look, when Xavier was coming to the to the Dakar rally with uh, Christoph Holowich, uh, um, in I think it was 2012, he didn't he did a really great job. He finished uh, on the third position and. Look, when you're coming from the normal rally and you're going directly uh, into the rally rate and especially directly into the Dakar and you can make a result like that, then you have the level, the spirit and uh, and then you have really a goal for yourself. And now I think uh, that uh, Xavier and me, uh, we work uh, already uh, uh, not a long time, but uh, we're working from uh, from this summer uh, together and uh, yeah, we we have a connection with each other, and that is that is very important because it's like a marriage, you know. Uh, you 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 need to work on this, and uh, we are now on a level to 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 bring this in uh, in the yeah in in in, in the Dakar to to a happy end. Now, in 2018, we got a taste of Peru. It was one of the three countries to host uh, the race alongside Bolivia and Argentina. This time around. No crossing borders. You sticking in Peru? Your thoughts about the country? Yeah, when you think and uh, at this Dakar 2019, uh, when we have no borders, that that doesn't mean that it's not a challenging Dakar. I think uh, this Dakar uh, is really challenging. Uh, only 100% dunes. 100%. No, sorry, not not 100% dunes, but 100% sand. With a lot, a lot of dunes, I think this could be the most difficult Dakar in South America ever. Uh, we are in South America from since 2009, and I think it could be the the, the, the most challenging Dakar. Um, look, everybody talks about uh, crossing the borders. We don't cross. We don't go to Bolivia or Chile or Argentina. For me, to be honest, I don't care. For me. How, uh, how how difficult the Dakar should be, how better I am. And uh, uh, I think also for the teams and also for um, everybody uh, is, is, is this um, a challenging Dakar. And to stay in the, uh, to stay in four or five bifacs, um, it's, it's not an issue. I think we can really focus on good results. We can really focus on uh, to prepare the car on a good level, that uh, uh, that we, uh, we we make the best times in uh, in the sandy tracks in Peru. No, it, I I really don't care about this, and I think it brings new challenges with us. And uh, to stay in one country, I think it should be very nice. Now you're living, walking, driving proof that it's the world's toughest race, despite. Some difficult endings. You keep returning. Why? And what can we expect from you for 2019? Yeah, what what can we expect for the Dakar 2019? Uh, nobody knows, but I know that I 
focus myself for 100% to finish the Dakar, of course. And after the finishing, I want to be P1. But that's the same goal for Nasser. That's the same uh, goal for Janil. And I think we have 10 or 15 drivers more who have that same goal. Um, look, for me, the first Dakar in the Toyota was 2015 with Tom Kozul. Uh, we finished P7 uh, with the best result, uh, P1 uh, at the Prologue. Um, finishing on the stage P2, P4, we did a, we did the great results. Uh, last Dakar, uh, Fiambala, uh, P1, uh, P2, P3, P4. Uh, we were on podium on the on on the stage before the finish. Yeah, what what can we expect? Uh, look, uh, uh, for me, uh, I want to go for the for the P1 and uh, uh, that's it. I want to go for P1. But we shall see. Uh, we have a strong lineup uh, with with two very very good drivers and co-drivers. Janil uh, with uh, Dirk. Um, a strong team, a uh, lot of experience, uh, drive a lot uh, together. Um, yeah, it's a very good team. Uh, when you look at NASA with Mathieu, um, uh, <laughs> NASA is, I think, uh, the quickest one in the team. And uh, with Mathieu, they are, are already five years, a really, really strong team. Uh, drive rallies, uh, do rally raid to, uh, together, and yeah, we all need a little bit of luck, and we all need a little bit of uh, of our experience, and the combination of everything makes the result. And I go for P1. That's it. P1, of course. Uh, I mean, we wouldn't expect anything less. Bernard, thanks for talking. It's always great to do so. Really, I can't wait to catch up with you again in South America. Thank you, Derek. No problem. Um, it was a pleasure to talk with you. And uh, yes, yeah, still uh, three, three and a half weeks to go to the, to the Dakar. And uh, I'm fully focused on, uh, on the Dakar. We, uh, we're leaving uh, 1 January to, uh, to South America, to Peru. And uh, yeah, I keep you guys all posted and... Uh, Wish me good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye, Derek. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. That's the Flying Dutchman, Bernard Tinbrinker. What a guy and what a driver. The Dakar Rally taking place from the 6th to the 17th of January 2019. And we'll be covering it all for Toyota Gazoo Racing South Africa. Chat soon. Thanks for listening to Inside the Game. Brought to you by Radar Media. 